My name is Morgan, and I recently had my heart broken. Broken! So I did what any logical person would do. What did you do? I made a podcast about it. Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from, when you get dumped, everybody's talking about it. Are they, bitch? Famously dumped. Hello and welcome to Famously Dumped, the show where we talk exclusively about being dumped, about breakups not of our choosing. I'm your host, Morgan Miller, and I've created this show because guess what, guys? I got dumped. Yeah, hard. And I got sad in a really scary way. And so I decided to make a show about it. Yep, and here we are. As always, before any show, we're going to check in with my emotions and see how I'm doing today. And you guys, today I'm feeling excited, which is fun and different because I'm usually sad and have crippling depression. But today I'm excited because it's our first episode and I can't wait. Our guest is Corinne Fisher. She's a good friend of mine from New York City. She's a stand-up writer, actor. She's half of Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast that has over a million listeners. She's so great. So, Brandon, let's bring her in. Let's do this. Hi. Hello. I love the energy of that intro. It has the, the energy of someone talking themselves off a ledge, which is prime post breakup. Um, it's like when you're trying to convince yourself and the audience that you're doing okay, and you're definitely not. And I've been there. Yeah, well, I guess the mask certainly isn't thick enough. So yeah, um, well, let's get started. Um, so what we do in the beginning of every episode is we pick an alias for our ex because this isn't an ex bashing podcast. And I like to respect the anonymity of the ex that we're talking about. So for example, I'm going to be using the name Darcy for my ex girlfriend. Darcy is not her name, but it is the name I will be using throughout uh, this show. Yeah. Sorry to all the Darcy's watching. Yeah, Darcy, not <laughs> the most attractive name. Yes, of course. Um, so let's, uh, let's get you an alias. Brandon, bring up the slide, would you? These are the top. <laughs> <laughs> These are the top 10 baby names of 2019 where you can pick an alias for your ex that we will be talking about. Are we talking ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend? What's going on? Um, it's ex-boyfriend and I'm definitely going with Declan. That's great because it's, great. I mean, it's so obnoxious and you're going to be a bad person if you're named Declan. There's really, there's no hope for you. So Declan, and I don't feel, the, the ex we're going to be talking about today is not um, someone who I feel uh, animosity towards anyway. And actually, at no point did I feel animosity towards this ex. Well, Declan, it is. Brandon, get rid of that. <laughs> You're just keeping it up so we can have a baby on the slide. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Um, great. So before we like really dive into the story, we do a little section that we like to call dump stats. Okay. Okay. That is, um, as everyone knows, I'm, I really like sports a lot. Okay. And I mean, just statistics, I was famously the 2007 Colorado athlete of the year. I don't know if you knew that, but every, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I will be plugging things that I'm proud of throughout yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Make, you, make yourself feel good. You got to learn how to love yourself again, Morgan. What the spitting stuff in 2007 that made me feel good. Um, so <laughs> so um, we're going to do some dump stats. I'm going to ask you just some quick questions so we can kind of get an overview of the situation that you got dumped in. So okay. let's pull up. There it is. There it is. Dump my trading card. Dump stats. Dump stats. These 
These are the dope stats. Great. So that is something that's music that I created because we don't have the rights to anything. This is perfect. My dad actually owns a baseball card store. So this is the second trading card I have of myself throughout is my lifetime. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. I use that to get fucked a lot. Men like that my dad owns a baseball card store. So I, mean, I bet, yeah, as a lesbian, I'm sure that would also help me out a lot. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I wish my, my father's a lawyer. So uh, that's <laughs> either a turn on or a turn off. They know that there's going to be a prenup, I guess. <laughs> Everyone should have a prenup anyway. That I think that we learned that from the Adele breakup recently. Uh, what? Yes, topically, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Great, cool. So some statistics. So, Cranny, we're sort of talking about this, but how many times have you been dumped? It's uh, it, one real boyfriend and two like people I was seeing. So I would say two full breakups because it was one and a and two halves. So yeah, I would go with like two full. Two full. Okay, but one together because I, my my friends agreed with me that if you're just seeing someone and they were never your actual significant other, you don't need to count it as a full dump. So. Two and so two. Okay, wonderful, great. Um, have you ever dumped someone? Oh God, a million times, yeah. A million times. A lot, a lot of times, yeah. Do those flings when you dump them? Do those count as you dump someone? No, because I'm just counting. Like I'm thinking of all the other actual serious boyfriends I've had. So it's like, yeah, like one, two, three, f- at least like five other times. We're we're. Wow. we're relationships yeah wow she fucks I'm 34 you know I've had I, and I don't even think that's a lot of boyfriends like to have like five or six serious ones if you started dating when you're like 16 yeah not yeah that's pretty normal yeah. my ex, I was her first serious relationship which might have been uh something to think about but she okay. was turning 30 and I was her first like real girlfriend it's hard too in the gay community because you're like coming out you don't know when you're coming out I had three boyfriends and like five girlfriends. So I'm with you on the. Wait, are you bisexual or are you just, it took a while to to figure it all out? Took a while to figure it out. Super gay. All the way gay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When people find out I had serious boyfriends that was fulfilling and I was in love with them, they're like, that's psychotic. You're the gayest person we know. Um, great. Okay. So you've dumped a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, next for the one that we're talking about with Declan, um, how long ago did that happen? Uh, it happened, uh, in the fall of 2012. Fall of 2012. Okay. And how old were you? Uh, I gotta do math now. Shit. Wait. <laughs> so wait, it was like, I think it was almost that, um, 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 so 30, like seven? I think I was like 27. I'm trying to figure. I think I, I'm pretty sure I was like 27, 26, 27, something like that. Like I, I wrote about it in my book and I think even there I got it wrong because I can't remember exactly what month and it happened like a little bit, like I happened like a month before my birthday, but let's say I was like, about, I was like about 27. About 27. Okay. About to go into your Saturn return actually. Oh, is that, I don't know anything. That's not very gay of you, Morgan. <laughs> I thought straight white women were supposed to be into the Zodiac. I don't know jack shit about it. Anytime someone <laughs> says something that, like that to me, I'm like, sure. Like I don't mind, and other than that, that's it. 
<laughs> okay, well, just so you know, it is all true and accurate, and you did need to go through your Saturn return, and this breakup probably was supposed to happen before that happened. So maybe okay. that feels uh, some certain way. Um, great, so you're around 27, and how long were you and Declan together? Uh, two years. Two years. Okay, same with me. How are you right now? How are you feeling about the breakup emotionally now? It's been a while. No, oh, that one, I mean, it literally made, I mean, I don't know how to say this in a nice way. It made me rich. So I'm, I'm <laughs> just punch about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, I've certainly, I've gone through other breakups since, uh, that like where I did the dumping, um, that were very, uh, tumultuous for me. So, yeah. You know, I still feel like I'm still feeling like I'm pretty, I'm pretty much always going through a breakup. That's a, a fun fact about me. <laughs> and that's why we got you on as the first goddamn guest. Yeah. Um, I, this is literally my area of expertise. When you email me, I go, well, you've come to the right place. <laughs> it's the best. Um, also, famously, we all do now know you're rich. So great. Um, we rich love that. Yeah, I live alone. So it's like the m- amount of money that I would take someone who for most of their adult life was making $19,000 a year in Manhattan. It's all relative. <laughs> Got it, got it, got it. I love it. I just love it. I love someone being like, I'm rich now. Um, I think women need to do it. Um, my mom keeps yelling at me for doing it. And I was like, no, and she's like, the Jewish curse. I'm like, number one, you're not even the Jewish one. I don't know what that means. And uh, and also, like, I'm very big into into women having what I call Kanye energy. Like, you wow. can't see it, but like behind myself, that 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 leg this I have a 16 foot mural of myself in my home I can't I'm not revealing it I haven't revealed it to anyone publicly yet but that's what that is so that's the kind of energy we're fucking dealing with <laughs> <laughs> women, do not, women are always like oh I'm not I'm like fat and I'm not cute I'm like no enough of that uh, I, I'll live alone I'm happy about it I got a big apartment I make money like just enough like I'm sorry yeah oh my god i love that and then last step um when this uh when it happened did you go full psycho? <laughs> i a hundred percent went full psycho and like let me tell you i'm a i'm like a real psychopath and a stalker and uh yeah i was i was frightening all right, let's do a recap of your dump stats. So you have been dumped two full times. That is one plus two halves. You have dumped around five people. You were dumped in the fall of 2012 with Declan. This happened when you were 27. You guys were together two years and now you are rich because of it and have big Kanye energy and you 100% went full psycho. So let's get into it. Um, yeah. So you and Declan, how did you meet? What? How did it happen? We met at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York City, where cool kids meet. <laughs> Red flag number one. <laughs> Red flag number one is the home of cool kids everywhere. Yep. Yeah. He, um, he was. Te- I was doing a one woman. Well, what were those things when you would test out your show? Uh, got spank. Spank. Yeah, so I did, uh, I was doing a spank of my one woman show, Corinne Fisher, I Stalk You. I'm not fucking kidding. That was the name of it. Um, And he was teching it. Yeah. But he was also a performer at the theater. But for that, he was just happened to also be good at tech. So he would tech a lot of shows. And that's, and that's when we meet. Like I had knew about him because he was like more significant in in the theater than I was. He was like on one of like the main teams. And, uh, 
And uh, yeah. And then I, I don't know. It was like, it was like love at first sight, truly. And I think we both felt that way. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And I didn't look cute that day. Like it was raining. I remember I walked in with my friend, um, Deanna, and uh, I had like a trend. I just looked, looked like shit. But like, it was like a movie moment where when, when you lock eyes with that person, you're like, well, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but this is magical. Was the relationship pretty great? Like, what was it for the most part? Yeah, for the, I mean, for the most part, I think it was um, my first relationship that I would consider like a, like a, like a, an adult relationship. Like I had been in longer and other relationships, but I think I was too young to kind of pull my weight in those. Uh, and so this felt like very reciprocal and like we would go to each other's houses and just like kind of what I thought a relationship should be like. I would go to his shows. He would go to my shows. He was very supportive of my career. I have to say that. And especially as someone, cause he was doing better than me at the time. And he's also like a little older than me. And uh, I didn't mean to that to be cunty, like at the time. Uh, <laughs> I just sometimes say things in a cunty manner. It's just my natural disposition. Um, but yeah, he, uh, um, and so he was very supportive and like would post about my shows and stuff a lot. And like my girlfriend, Corinne, all this kind of stuff. So I, I really liked that. Um, there were, I would say like, I like to test people because I have a very like um, aggressive male energy, and it's wow. I didn't feel that. I don't get that. <laughs> and so, like, it's it's hard because I still want to be treated like the feminine energy, but uh, it's so much that it's like, and and he's also like he was a southern boy. He's from Texas, so I feel like me being from New Jersey, him being from Texas. Um, he's also part Latino, and I feel like they have like a real like respect for their moms. These are like a lot of stereotypes I'm gonna be throwing out, but I think they they, they fit. Um, and so at a certain point, I feel like he became a bit of a, a doormat. And I think he would agree with that, actually. I don't think I'm speaking out of school when I say that. And so what, for me, once I test you to the point of like, I know that I can make you do anything for me, which is not a good quality, uh, then I turn into like a, like a bratty monster. Yeah. In relationships, I, and I've said this many times before, it's it's, I feel like it's my less, my least good self is my relationship self. Um, and I would love to find someone who makes me a better person, but I, so far, I'm just like way better on my own. I'm like a way better human when I'm by myself. When someone dumps you, for me, it was like, I immediately go to what's wrong with me? What did I do? It's all right. My and that's normal. And that's normal. And that's, I mean, that was literally that thought process is why I, I started the guys we fucked podcast with Christina, but I, um, I very quickly learned that that like the problem is not you. And I'm not saying like, Oh, you have no, no, no work to do on yourself. We all have work to do on ourselves, but like, if it didn't work out, it just wasn't going to work out. And there's, and you can't just obsess over, uh, you know, different scenarios, you know, cause I have obsessive compulsive disorder, which actually does affect the way I break up a lot because I overanalyze things yeah. and it makes it very hard. And I, and I do think that's why like, 
for a, um, considering how self-confident and how much self-love I have, I do take breakups really, really badly. I handle them very poorly. And that that's why I spend so much time working about on them and uh, reading about them and talking about them and learning about them. When I was going through the, the breakup with Declan, I mean, I lost 20 pounds in a month, uh, which I didn't even know was possible. My tongue turned gray because I was malnourished. My hair started falling out. And I mean, this is a healthy 27 year old person. I mean, and I was, I was an absolute wreck shaking, could really only get in one meal a day for like, I mean, a year, like it was bad. It was really bad. Um, it was the funniest I've ever been probably, but other than that, everything else was shit. I know. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. I'm like funnier now than I, I mean, it just like, you get happy and you're like, fuck, people don't want to hear about me being happy. Everyone yeah. comes to comedy to like, see that other people are miserable. Um, <laughs> that. that's my, that's my motto. But, um, yeah. So it took you that long. I mean, I was the same way. I, I couldn't eat solid foods for two, three months. And then I lost like 20 pounds and yes. same thing. Like the first, it was the first time, like I physically was like physically depressed and like going through pain in a physical manner. Cause I mm -hmm. was numbing it. And like the growth that happens when you sit in pain is extraordinary. And yeah. I'm, so, I'm so happy. Like I had never had my heart broken before. And I, and I truly think that, um, people who, if you ever met someone who never had their heart broken, like someone who like married their high school sweetheart or something, they are, and this is like, kind of seem shitty, but like, I don't feel like they're a fully formed person. They don't, yeah feel like they don't feel like they kind of get what what human existence is about and it's weird um and I know a couple of people like that um and I think a, a lot of them will go through kind of these midlife crises maybe like a little bit earlier like in in than midlife uh because they go oh yeah I've always kind of had this like security uh and, and safety net here. And I've never really learned how to go through things by myself. Um, and even though it's difficult, like, I think it's just so, so important, but yeah, I mean, I was fucked up. I mean, cause so it, it was like 2012 was when Declan dumped me. Of course there was like on and off, you know, I was watching the Katy Perry documentary and crying cause that came out then. And I felt like Russell Brand and Katy Perry's relationship really mirrored ours. Um, and then yeah, I mean, the, the pain was just so, I went through different periods. Like there was a period when I think first, at first I had to, I had to be out every night. I couldn't be alone. So I would just, I, that's when I really like, just like threw myself into comedy and I would stay out doing mics and shows and whatever until two o'clock in the morning. So I could just, I, I had to tire myself out um, so that I could just go home and fall asleep and then wake up. And at the time I had a day job still and at a spa. And so I had to wake up and like be at work by eight in the morning. So I just really made it so that there was no time when I was awake and alone. And then after maybe like six months of that, I got into this period where like, I just never wanted to speak to anyone. So I just stopped doing anything outside of my most important responsibilities. Like I always showed up for work. That was always something I did. I was still responsible in that. But then beyond that, I just, just would come home. Like I only had a taste for like fast food or like really shitty processed foods, which is probably why my tongue turned gray, but I was still skinny. So whatever. And then I was like eating and just like, cry just cry with oh, on my roommate's pit bull um god bless pinkerton he's 
now, but God, he, he deserves a purple heart for emotions. And, um, and then finally I realized I was like, okay, I've done all the mourning I can do. Now I need to turn to art. Like, this is what art is for. This is why I am an artist. And, um, that's when I pitched to Christina, who was already my comedy partner for several years. That's when I pitched to her, Guys We Fucked. So this breakup with Declan was the impetus for the Guys We Fucked podcast. And the initial uh, premise for the show, which is still kind of the underlying premise for the show, is uh, interviewing, uh, in our case, the men that we've had um, significant relationships with and also just, you know, sexual relationships with and interviewing them to learn more about ourselves as part. Like that was like the societal experiment that we were um, doing at the time, because I had, there was, um, there was that show Beauty and the Geek that my friend Nate Dern was on at the time. And they called that like a, I believe they called that like a social experiment. And so that was what I wanted to do with Guys We Fucked. I was like, I want to do a, a social experiment where we, we bring on our actual former partners, kind of like, you know, um, a John Cusack movie, but only were real people, not actors. One of the things that really helped me during that breakup was I was at Whiplash at UCB because um, I was still going there regularly, even though it was fucking triggering to even be in the theater. But uh, uh, the host of Whiplash at the time was like doing crowd work and he found out that I was going through a breakup and that's why I was watching the show. And he was like, he leaned in and in front of everyone, he was like, no one cares. And for me, I, that could have set some people off. That was a real risk, but I guess he felt my energy. And like, for me, I was like, that was such a great moment because I was like, oh, he's right. No one does care. And I need to stop talking about this and just move on because it's kind of like, you know, it's like that fake it till you make it attitude. It's like, you, know, you definitely don't do that right away. Put the proper morning in. But at a certain point, when you find the people around you are getting frustrated with it, if they have been, you know, historically good friends and you've just worn them thin, then at a certain point, you just got to go, well, I need to go out into the world like everything is okay right now. And then eventually it will be okay. Like at a certain point, you have to start playing the part because otherwise it's just going to be a pity party that lasts way longer than it should. Yeah. I don't even fucking worth that anyway. Is there one overall uh, advice that you have for viewers? Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name is Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped, and I've got a couple of things I got to tell you before we finish up the episode. One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you want to tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate? At our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is Patreon dot com backslash Morgan Miller 1717 over on my Patreon will live bonus episodes, uncut episodes and other comedy material that I'm coming out with that will strictly be on Patreon. Okay. So head on over there. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. Yes. I'm doing a social media plug. Come on. It's 2021. Let's get to it. My social media is Morgan Miller 17 across the board. And also I'm on TikTok. Yes. I'm in my thirties. I have TikTok. I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. 
I want to like, I want to cap it off with materials because I'm very big on homework. I always ask my therapist for homework. So I did, I brought materials um, that I think are going to be good. Um, One is my own book and it's not the whole book. And I will literally like, just, I'll, I'll send it to anyone. Maybe I'll post it online or something. Cause I'm not trying to get you to buy my, that's not what this is. Um, But it is this, it's called fucked. If you want it, it's on all the places, but I spend a lot of time uh, writing the section on breakups, which is why I recommend it so much so that when I go through my own breakups, I actually go back and read this section because I really put my all into it. Um, It's on page 189, I guess of this one, I guess there are some different copies, but um, uh, most importantly is in the age of social media, you need to block unfollow, mute, lose their number. That is very, very important. I think a digital, a digital breakup is, is very important. And as hard as that is, and you think like you're losing it and, and you might follow that person again, and you might be friends again, but like a breakup is called a breakup for a reason. Cause you need to break the fuck up. Even if it's only for a couple months, you have to stop relying on that person. Um, it is, and especially because you already are an addictive person. Um, it, uh, it, it's an it's an addiction for for people who aren't addicts. So I can only imagine how much more difficult it is for people who are addicts. And that brings me to my next uh, thing. This is this is the holy grail to me. Not you don't even have to read this book. This book is very short. I have read the whole thing, and I'm a slow reader. Uh, but this is How to Pick the Broken Heart by Guy Winch. He has a 12 minute TED Talk that is available on YouTube for free of the same title, How to Fix a Broken Heart. In 12 minutes, you will learn how to handle a breakup better than anything anyone's ever told you, any advice any friend's given you, any movie you've watched. Um, and the most important thing that he uh, goes over in this book, and he it's great because he goes over how going through a breakup is like getting off of uh, some kind of substance that you're addicted to. So it's really wonderful for addicts that he uses that comparison. Um, but yeah, you can buy this book or you can just uh, go online and, and, and Google uh, how to fix a broken heart by Guy Winch. You need to, number one, summarize the breakup into one sentence. Why did the breakup happen? Even if it's something you made up, just something that is your model for the breakup. You, you write it down, you fucking post it on your wall, whatever it is. And it doesn't matter. Truly, whatever it is in your head, it doesn't have to be the real reason because most of us will never know the logical reason why we were dumped because most people either don't know or don't give us the courtesy. And that's my, if, if you're dumping someone and you know the reason why, no matter how painful it is, give them that reason. That's my number one advice in dumping. Um, and also do it in like a nice space where they can cry privately, not like a public space where you're going to embarrass them. And then uh, Guy Winch, he has you open up the notes section of your phone and you make a list of all the reasons the person who you broke up with or who dumped you, whatever, uh, was bad for you. All the reasons they were wrong, however many you can think of, make that list. And you have to, it has to be on your phone because you have to be able to access it at any time. And anytime you get a pang in your heart or you feel like you miss that person, you feel like you want to call um, that person, open up that list and you read that list. And let me tell you, nothing has ever worked so well for me thank you so much for the materials before we get out of here we have two little fun egg ending segments that we're going to end with um and the first one is called horoscopes and now time for horoscopes (laughs) um again that is my voice we don't have rights to music so um uh so I love horoscopes. We've already talked about in the beginning of the episode. I, when we talked about it, I was like, ooh, we got an ending segment for this. Uh, so uh, 
I believe in them totally. I think you got to check each other's zodiac signs before you start digging in. Wait, you, you know about the pattern? You know about the pattern, right? Yes. Okay. I do. I am obsessed with the pattern. I will say I that. I have the pattern. I have co-star. I have, I, you know, I'm all about, I really believe I have a crystal that I have to charge when it's a full moon. A lot of things are happening over here. Los Angeles has changed me for the worse. Um, so this I, I got a shipment from a witchcraft store in Salem just yesterday. So I, yeah. yes. Um, okay, great. So we're just gonna, we're gonna Google, uh, Google is the most reliable source when figuring out astrological uh, and zodiac compatibility. Okay. Um, and that's true. Um, so we're going to Google if this was like uh, doomed from the start, sort of. Okay. Um, so what's your sign? What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Libra. September 29th is specifically my birthday because I think there's, I know there's like rising stuff and everything, but I'm a Libra. A Libra. Wow. Very balanced, which mm -hmm. like conversation has been incredibly true um wow okay so libras are great and like very good partners just so you know well, um they hold, but <laughs> they hold space for uh people they it sounds like you love yourself and you're you 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 sound like a libra um and then what was declan's do you know declan's sign yeah he was an aries an aries okay all right aries is a very strong sign that's a fire sign so Brandon's going to Google Libra and Aries compatibility. We're going to see if you guys are just doomed from the start and just go ahead. And, you know, we press the first, the first one that goes down the little arrow, Brandon, because that's the most reliable one. Um, and it says you got to work for this relationship to work out, but the reward is beyond anything you can imagine. The sex is greater than anything you can ask for. And you understand each other uh, on emotional level. These two compatibility signs are spot on. So does that sound? So that sounds maybe was did that that sound what you thought it would be? I mean, it was it was a, when it was good. It was very good. I mean, I've dated a number of Aries. Uh, my my five year relationship was also an Aries, and like my favorite celebrities are uh, my two favorite celebrities are both Aries, Tim Curry and Victoria Beckham. So it's and we're into the Aries time right and now. Also, I believe. I think Bieber's an Aries too, Justin Bieber, who I also love. So, or no, actually maybe he's before, he might be March 1st. I can't remember. But anyway, and I, and I dated an Aries um, recently who I really liked. I fucking love Aries. So this makes, well, this makes sense. Yes. Uh, very important that we saw that. All right. On to our final segment. And that is three compliments <laughs> for Morgan. Great. Uh, this is the part of the show where you give me three compliments. Um, so I don't feel so uh, shitty about my breakup. So thank God. <laughs> I actually like you, so this won't be hard. Um, so number one, you're, I think you're super hot. And if I was a lesbian, I would absolutely date you. And I'm trying to become one, I, which I hope that's not like insensitive. Yeah. I know it's like you're born that way, but I'm really trying to become one during the, I've been thinking about lesbianism a lot during the quarantine. We haven't done comedy together in a while, but I remember even from open mic days, I always thought you were one of the funniest people I ever knew. And you always have like very unique jokes, which I appreciate so much. Great stage presence. So just a star. And then number three, um, I really appreciate you being able to be so vulnerable. And that sounds like a bunch of like a smarmy a therapy sh bullshit, but I did just come from therapy. And um, I know how difficult it is to talk about stuff 
like this publicly, like, especially when you're dumped, it's like, if for some reason, it still feels embarrassing, even, I mean, for me, it did, uh, even though it shouldn't be embarrassing at all, because we're both spectacular people. Uh, but fucking good for you for putting the work in, because so many people that we all will deal with in relationships kind of just like move on and don't like reflect on why the breakup happened. And I think it's like a real testament testimony to you as a human being that you're willing to work through this as awkward as it might feel at times. And then lastly, um, where can we find you on social media? Yes, I'm at Philanthropy Gal on all social media. You, it's more tongue-in-cheek than actual reality, but people can't spell my first name, Corinne, even though it's kind of not that hard. Um, I have the OG podcast, guys. We fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast, which is now exclusive to, to Luminary, um, but you can subscribe there. It's a great uh, platform, but there's also like six and a half years of free archive on iTunes and Spotify. And then I have a relatively new podcast with Joe DeRosa called Without a Country, where we explore the news from the perspective of the extreme right in the extreme left and try to find some sanity sanity in the middle i'm really proud of that um that's on gas digital but you, those shows also end up uh you know in a couple days uh on itunes and stuff for free so you don't gotta pay for anything all right guys okay corinne thank you so much that's it for the show thank you for being my first guest um this was so fun you are so wonderful a wealth of knowledge i feel so amazing that you got to be part of this for our first one I just love you so much and you're so unapologetically you and I just love so much who you are. Thanks guys. This has been an episode of Famously Dumped. I'll see you guys next time. All right, Brandon, bring us out with a song of your choice. Morgan, I told you this a million times. We don't have the rights to any music. Famously Dumped.